Hey everybody and welcome back to episode number 380 here of The Daily Grind. Today we sit down with entrepreneurs Jeremy Watt and Julie Brown where they not only share their story of how they created Province of Canada and the brand, but we talk about creating meaningful products and quality products. Hope you enjoyed today's episode, everyone. Be sure you always, as always, sorry, have a pen, piece of paper, sit back and really dive deep in today's interview. Today's review of the day comes from Saria Shorestream. Saria writes, the show is fantastic for entrepreneurs and business people. It's that perfect pump of motivation and biz tips. Thank you as always for that amazing review. If you want to be featured here on the show for review of the day, all you have to do is go to iTunes and leave a review. Thank you all so much for the continued support. If you have a business or are starting a business, you're going to need a website. I used Wix to create my new site and it was super easy to use and looks so professionally done. This is the first site that I've ever created by myself. In the past, I've always had to pay someone to build it for me. And I just loved how Wix allowed me to customize it to exactly the way I wanted it to look. If you're super creative out there, you can design it from scratch. Or if you're more like me, I started with a template, which gives me a base to build off of, making it super simple to work with. And then from there, it is automatically optimized to any device, desktop or mobile. Honestly, I'm telling you, it is so easy to use. And anything that I didn't know how to do, there was support and videos there to help me. To make it even better, they had built-in SEO capabilities, so I didn't need to be an expert or hire an SEO expert to ensure that I got noticed online. Of course, I'm not just gonna rave about this product and not share it with you. If you or someone you know wants to create an amazing website for your business, All you have to do is go to wix.com forward slash podcast to get started for 10% off today. To make it even better, we are also running a contest here on The Daily Grind where one lucky listener of the show will win a free one-year complete upgrade on Wix where you're going to be able to access all the amazing add-ons and tools. If you want to enter that contest, all you have to do is email me the finished product of your website before July 30th where my team and I will select our favorite at the end of the month. Again, all you have to do to get started is go to wix.com forward slash podcast for 10% off today. Welcome back to the show, everyone. As mentioned earlier in the show, I sit down with Jeremy and Julie, who are the founders of Province of Canada. Province of Canada is an all-Canadian clothing brand that launched in 2014. The name comes from what Canada was called when it was just Ontario and Quebec. It pays homage to when things were made locally and people valued quality above all. Everyone, like I'd mentioned, there's a lot of uh, good information in this episode. You can learn a lot. Be sure you have that pen piece of paper around. And without further ado, let me introduce you to Jeremy Watt and Julie Brown. Well, Jeremy Watt and Julie Brown, welcome to The Daily Grind. How are you both doing today? Good, good. Thanks for having us. Yes, thanks for having us. It's fantastic. It's always great to speak with fellow Canadians. We spoke off air here, everyone. And uh, I, although I'm Canadian, I don't get to speak with a lot of Canadians. So it's always a treat. Um, Jeremy and Julie, for people kind of being first introduced to you, if you both wouldn't mind, just kind of maybe sharing a little bit more of who you are and what it is that you both do. Yeah, so we uh, own and operate Province of Canada. It's a made in Canada apparel and home goods brand. Um, 
We are located in Leslieville in Toronto, and we've been doing this for about five years now. And yeah, that's us in a nutshell. So five years ago, you've been doing this for five years. What kind of sparked your motivation to start this business, Province of Canada? Mm. Um, I mean, I, so previous to this, we, we, um, I worked for a company that made everything in Canada called Oldie Fine Linens and, uh, they're a high end bedding company. And, um, that was definitely my, where my journey began in, in made in Canada products. And so, um, and I think, you know, we just always, from a young age, uh, always had an interest in, in, you know, having a store and, and mm-hmm. creating a brand. Um, we're both graphic designers so that, that, you know, the brand aspect of it is something that really appeals to both of us and something we've always wanted to create. Um, so that combination is really what kind of, uh, sparked the idea and, um, and of us finally also working on something together. So, uh, that's where, where it began and, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it was interesting because, you know, growing up kind of with that artist gene, yeah. um, we we both, um, before we even met, you know, found, you know, the the education stream of graphic design, which seemed to be like this thing we both were like, oh, this seems to combine the things that we um, are interested. Um, so let's pursue that. And, you know, in in Canada, at least such a focus on, on university education. Yeah. Um, and at the time, you know, graphic design, um, was only offered on the college level. So it's been, it it was an interesting kind of like journey, even just like through education and also meeting each other a few years after, you know, we were both in our, we were both in our, um, kind of like first kind of career jobs. Mm-hmm. And when we met, it was kind of like, you're a graphic designer, I'm a graphic designer. And um, it definitely was a, you know, a great, that education was a great way to kind of like channel this like creative creative passion that we had independently growing up, which seemed to be a mix of like product, brand, and like just, you know, yeah. creating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to, to meet kind of like later in life or like, you know, in our early 20s and be like, oh, we have this shared interest that kind of paved the way um, to, um, OK, well, what is it that we want to do? How can we channel this now that we don't have, you know, the fun of, you know, college projects that don't really yeah. have to mean anything or make yeah. any money? How, how do we challenge, you know, channel this into and to create a world, um, to create a brand, to create a, kind of like a job that we can kind of flex all these, well, um, scratch all these itches. And, I, and, I, and it came, you know, a few years later, but I think for us, we really um, felt that Canada had kind of been portrayed in a certain way for many years. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, and still is. Um, you know, there's kind of this stereotypical Canadian uh, look when you have a Canadian brand. Big time. And, our, our goal is really to kind of um, change that, which I think aligned a lot with um, Molson and potentially why we were selected as as one of the three um, finalists. Is you know when they made it, uh, their "I Am Canadian" uh, video uh, commercial many years ago, um, kind of mocking all of the Canadian stereotypes that we're all <laughs> known for. Um, 
you know, I think that they saw a commonality there with us and it's something that we're constantly trying to, you know, break, break out of and, and create something more interesting that I think all Canadians can kind of want to be part of and potentially wear and, um, that, it, you know, we don't all necessarily want to wear lumberjack plaids at all times and, and, uh, and go cut wood. So, um, <laughs> a big part of um as far as aesthetically our our approach with province of Canada. yeah and and i'm going to circle back to that uh what you talked about with the molson partnership and that that contest that's running um you being named one of the finalists but in terms of you know what you did is you both came up with an idea but you executed on it and i think a lot of people have great ideas but don't have the the sort of internal fire or the ability to quiet the outside noise and actually start something themselves. When you got the idea, did you start to work on the business sort of on the side at the beginning or did you go all in from day one? So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of like an, it's an interesting question for our store as it relates to our story, because it's something that we always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And we kind of, it was really like this, like cliche, like, we we woke up one day and we we're kind of like we we better start this mm -hmm. now yeah. because if we don't start this now and so we kind of it was all on paper um it was all like started to be like penciled out and and thought of before we um you know ultimately quit our jobs to pursue it mm -hmm. um but um we ultimately didn't start really bringing it to life until we had quit our jobs, which was scary, you know, so scary. And, you know, cause I feel like these, these stories can get, you know, glamor, glamorized or, you know, yeah. the, well, the, the, the idea of entrepreneurship in general at this point in time is yeah, so, so over, especially right <laughs> now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. right now. So, um, what we did was we actually started like a design studio, uh, focusing on e-commerce and brand projects. So we, we did these things, we, we didn't start these things until we quit our job, but we had a clear vision of like, we're going to operate these two silos, right? So, mm -hmm. um, we're going to create what we want to create, um, with province of Canada. And then through our experiences of our past careers and that, and this case study of province of Canada, we're going to apply it to, um, and get design work, um, as Shopify experts and apply that to other brands looking to kind of do the same thing under other startups, young businesses, medium-sized businesses to, you know, helping them level up and, and do the same thing. And so that that's something that we're actually still doing because of, you know, it, it's, it's hard to, um, it's hard to, you know, turn a, a, an apparel home goods made in Canada um, company into like a profitable company that can sustain two people even in Toronto. So, yeah. um, it, it's, it's so, not like, you know, we, we ride the roller coaster every day. Um, and you know, we're on the verge of, of opening our first retail store. And even though that's happening, it's still like, you know, back of house at our new office is our design studio where we, where we help others do this in an effort to kind of, you know, keep everything going and, and keep our lives going. Um, and so it's, it's an interesting, and even, even when we did quit our jobs, 
you know, you, you, you to pursue this. And, and that was scary, even though we were pursuing two things that comes with its, its own pros and cons. Um, the interesting thing is like, for whatever reason, well, I know the reason, but for whatever reason we were like, okay, well we better go find jobs. Right. So, you know, yeah. Julie did a, Julie did a stint at house and home magazine, um, you know, because we were like, okay, well, Nervous we, and we, we and, to... and wondering if it would work. Of and course. Then, you know, um, but I mean that la I, you know, the funny thing is that lasted like, you know, this, it was like a summer job. It, it lasted like just a handful of months before like, okay, okay, this should work. You know? So even, I think that's, you know, that's we were a, fortunate that it did work out and we were able to pursue the two, you know, together and keep POC, keep POC going. I mean, the great thing is it's acted as a, as a, as a case study, um, for our, for our other company. And so, but it, but we've managed to grow it to a point where now we can, we're opening the store, but again, it's all, it's all, you know, we're scared. Yeah. I mean, I think, <laughs> we're, we're nervous. It's, yeah. it's, never, it's never, I think with business, um, I think it's, it takes a long time to get to a point where you're, doing everything uh with the utmost confidence you know there's yeah. always that 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 thing inside of you that's saying you know is this gonna work yeah. um i mean I, I the funny thing is just like the ever like so many people that we talk to are who are entrepreneurs or have their own businesses um you know you get to talking and then you know when they get when they get comfortable with you they're like well i actually have two businesses um, <laughs> and that 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 to me could be its own yeah. like podcast series like so true two businesses with Colin because <laughs> the, there's it's because you're tr you're 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 scared and you're trying to do the balancing act right because yep. so it's the unicorn or the you know the overnight success is few and far between although the media and and the internet like, makes it seem like they're social media yeah. yeah it makes it seem like everything's an overnight success and if you're not experiencing an overnight success then you're failing yeah um which is really unfortunate because I think one of the, the things we've learned is um, patience, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, patience and also to not allow yourself to, to go too high or too low, you know? Yeah. And, and not to allow outside influences to influence you because a lot of people maybe are in that same situation struggling, but they would mm -hmm. be unwilling to take a summer job because they don't want to, other people to think that they're not doing well. So people would rather uh -huh. struggle, but everyone else think uh -huh. that they're doing well, as opposed to, you know, <laughs> making sure that things are working, but maybe everyone else doesn't yeah. think that you're doing so well. And I think that's a strength. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it, it can definitely be, I think entrepreneurship can definitely be really isolating in that sense. Yeah. Um, if you don't have, um, a lot of other entrepreneurs in your circle and which most of us don't, um, to kind of share and be vulnerable with that's, mm -hmm. that's definitely something we've experienced yeah. over the years. It's hard. Well, um, yeah, it luckily was... through our other business, I find we meet, that's where we encounter more, more entrepreneurs like us. And we're able to have those conversations because it really does help you mentally get through it, I think. And, uh, and know that everyone else is experiencing ups and downs and bad days and good days and, and that that is just what it, running a business is. So it, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, you know, that yep. the uncomfortable is one of the most important things. And one of the things I've learned uh, definitely over the five years, and I still, I find, you know, and you still struggle um, with it sometimes, you know, when 
sometimes it feels like everything's going wrong and then every and then the next day everything's you know you're on such a high because everything's going so well right of course why was it so sorry to interrupt you um what i was going to say why why is it so important for both of you to create such a like a canada focused business made in canada sold to canadians because like you said you kind of with your background you could have created maybe something more worldwide where it was sort of more driven to a bigger market and like you had said maybe you make more money that way why why was it so important for the both of you to create that that canada product yeah um to be honest i mean i yeah and i don't deny it, it would be sometimes creatively liberating to be able to make something outside of canada <laughs> but um to be honest I, i'm from a small town in quebec and mm-hmm. um and uh you know, like 30 years ago, 50 years ago, it was a big textile, um, town. And I would say in my teens, um, so there was this textile company called Klein and Tinker and there was a woolen mill and, um, and they both, uh, ended up closing, shutting down. And our town has suffered terribly. Like it's really affected the, the town. And I yeah. imagine there are a lot of other Canadian towns just like this. That, that other, well, and American towns. And American towns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think because experiencing that firsthand, and don't get me wrong, at the time, being a teenager, I was kind of, I mean, I was aware of what was happening, but I didn't really understand the bigger picture. Yep. Um, but, um, you know, getting older, I, funny enough, when I graduated, I ended up working for a company um, that made everything overseas. Um, that was when I was working in Montreal. And then um, when I moved to Toronto, I started working for this bedding company, like I was saying, uh, where, and they made everything in Canada. And I, it really opened my eyes to that and the contrast. And uh, if I felt I couldn't go back after experiencing it, Got like, you. I, you know, and, um, and as far as Jeremy goes, I think he yeah, always mean, had it. It, it was just something for me growing up that my, my parents were so locked into this, mm-hmm. you know, this idea of like, you know, classic quality um, garments and, yeah. and products, which is interesting because, you know, they they didn't have any money. They grew up, they're, they're pastors by profession or calling. And, you know, it, it was just something that we, you know, we would, you know, go, we would go to like, on vacation and you know we had a knack or i guess my parents did to be like oh this is the classic store in this little town and this is the store <laughs> let's that just ha- say they're obsessed with like college and university well yeah I mean, we, we okay to, like, okay we used we used to live in like windsor so we're like yeah we we would go to like ann arbor and like we would go to the university of michigan bookstore and it was like my dad would like select like the classic navy long sleeve with the subtle m logo and it was just like you know that 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 kind of has an influence on you and then um when i was in college um with my ex-girlfriend she she um she went to queen's university and we she kind of got you know i already had this kind of in me and she kind of was like you know, exploring this like anti-establishment within the commerce program okay. at Queens University, and we were on a we were on like a backpacking trip, and we kind of decided like on a train that her and I should launch a business, and that should be it was like back in the day when the like humor teas were so 
um, was like such a thing, like in the late nineties. And this was like before really e-commerce in a big way. And, and we launched this company called ghetto teas and our whole niche was, <laughs> was because like the queen, the queen's kind of like housing around the, the, the campus was called the queen's ghetto. So everything was like, hinted at like a Queens University reference and like the students would get it and the faculty would would be like oh this is annoying that they're trolling kind of like before trolling was a thing okay. and, more importantly but we, so when we took this angle when when not everyone was doing this we're like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna use all American apparel American apparel tees and we're gonna you know print them in Canada and our kind of like launch strategy or like it, it wasn't really a strategy was um you know the campus bookstores aren't selling ethically made products and so like we got press over this and it kind of like definitely it is you know just heightened the an awareness for me as why that's important and the story connected to you know whether it's you know locally made or north american made so this is kind of like this is province of canada has again it's been a natural kind of like yeah. you know evolution of like all these things coming together funneled through um, kind of like one concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny cause, and this is slightly off topic, but kind of on topic, <laughs> that makes sense. But you know, I went through my closet this past weekend. I did like a, I'm just binging. So I'm like, I have so much stuff I don't wear anymore. Some of the stuff's just falling apart. And it's funny as I was kind of going through it, all the stuff that's, you know, you would typically get from all the stores that everyone knows. Those were all the things uh -huh. that were falling apart, but the stores that were uh -huh. either made in Canada or when I visited somewhere in the U.S. and it was made, you know, there in the city by that uh -huh. person, all that stuff is lasts forever. Like it's such good quality, uh -huh. and it just goes back yeah, yeah. to like in in anything else, you always buy quality, but for some reason in clothing, we just go for the cheapest ones, and and it's very funny well, how that yeah. happens. I think that the the bar of like making a cheap product you know especially clothing has become so low mm -hmm. and like we sent we send out a note right now with every order that um like i'll just paraphrase it but it's basically like we're trying to make like that crew neck that you forget about that sits in the bottom drawer of like the guest room in your family cottage <laughs> and your friend comes over and like gets caught in the rain and like needs a sweater and you pull this thing out and it and it's like almost you know, it's gotten better with age and it's yeah. just as good as when you bought it. And then you might just leave it there. But like in the back of my mind, when you're going to that place or you're going to that cottage and and it's like, oh, it's supposed to be kind of cool out. And you're like, you think of that sweater like that's <laughs> that's what it, that's what gets us excited. Like something that you can actually forget about it because it's so good because it's going to be around for a long time. Yeah. Um, and so we just put a we just put a name to it. And that province of Canada is that name. So, I mean, that's kind of what gets us excited. And it could be, you know, but the same thing can apply to like a blanket, right? So yep. it... Yeah, I think just to become these reliable staples that are well-made in Canada. Yes. is really, you know, our, our goal. Um, without all the... Without all the typical Canadian stereotypes attached to it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I love that. Well, um, you had kind of brought this up a little bit earlier in the podcast, but talk to us a little bit about the the Molson partnership, what's happening there, um, being one of the finalists. Maybe talk about how you got involved with this and then kind of where the process is now. Sure, yeah. So the Molson partnership is something that Molson developed um, kind of in the spirit of John Molson. Um, you know, he did a lot of like, you know, 
it wasn't called seeding back then, but like, in, you know, investing in, in companies back back in the day. And this is like way back in the day. And, um, you know, Molson just like looking at their history and be like, how can we kind of like do a resurgence of this? So they developed the Molson partnership. Um, they whittled it down, I think, from like 60 ish brands. We were lucky enough to be um, be selected as one of like one of the three finalists. Um, it's been an amazing experience. They've, they've profiled three great um, Canadian companies. Um, and, you know, it's just been, they, they did a profile video on us, which, you know, when someone takes that kind of like angle of telling your story and you don't know how it's going to turn out and you mm-hmm. watch it and you get teary eyed because you've never seen yourself in that light. And, you know, and it's just been, it's just been this thing like win or lose that has kind of given us new energy. And so we owe Molson, you know, obviously a big hat tip for a involving us and B kind of like, you know, being that mirror to be like, Hey, you guys are doing everything right. And so yeah. keep going. And so that's what it's kind of been. And so, um, it's been going on for a couple of weeks. Um, the, the, the way it was working, they, they put out the profile videos, uh, on our Instagram, each individual Instagram page. And we're encouraging people to like and share and watch the video. And, um, yeah, we get the results. There's going to be one winner. The winner wins $50,000, um, to inject into their company, um, and a partnership in 2020 to maybe do some, um, you know, some, some other things with Molson and, and some mentoring through their, um, executive channels and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, we get the results next week to see if we're, we come out on top of that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's exciting and we're, we're crossing our fingers. Yeah. Amazing. So, so with that being said, we're going to share the video here on the podcast, but how can all the people listening, how can all the grinders out there, how can they help you with this contest? How can we help you get across the finish line? If they could please go to our Instagram, um, and, uh, share, uh, sorry, like the video and also, um, on Facebook, if they could share it, like it, um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and your handle, yeah, your handle really on really Instagram great. is province of Canada. Canada, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome, everyone. Yeah. Province of Canada on Instagram, also on Facebook. I'll drop both these links in the show notes to make it super simple for everyone listening to do that. But give them awesome. a follow, like, share the video. Let's help them get across. They're a great company. Thank You're doing you amazing so things. Um, other than that, if people wanted to visit your store, maybe connect with both of you, where's the best place they could do that? Yeah, so provinceofcanada.com right now is kind of like our, our online store. Great. And then um, the store that's opening in Toronto um, early September probably um, is going to be at 1004 Queen Street East in the Leslieville neighborhood in Toronto. Okay. Um and it's the neighborhood we 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 live and work in, and we'll we, probably be having a little party. So yeah, so if you tuned. if you make it to our website and sign up for our newsletter, you can kind of kind of keep in 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 tune to opening dates and things like that. Yeah, and we've been sharing the process along the way um, on our Instagram about behind the scenes of like the awesome. store and stuff like. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, again, everyone. Everything is in the show notes, but go ahead, hit those videos, like them, share them, do everything you can to help uh, these amazing entrepreneurs. You may be in this same situation one day, and knowing that you did it for someone else, when you ask, you won't feel as guilty asking all the friends and family in your circle. (laughs) And now, the way we end the show here on The Daily Grind is I'm going to give either Jeremy, Julie, you both, or one of you, um, the floor, and you have the chance today to share with our audience the thought of the day. So one thing or one thought that we can all go home with today. 
Do you want to do one each? Do you, do um, don't let fear get in the way. Hmm. I love that. Anything from you, Jeremy? I, I had to follow that. Um, <laughs> I, I would say, I would say, um, you know, do it with love. I think there's a, th- that's kind of the key. If you can find that, like that thing that, you know, not to use an over, you know, you were saying going through your closet, finding the things that like spark joy. But if you look back and, you know, those things when you grew up that, that you loved unconditionally that made you happy, um, follow, follow that gut and, 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 you know, do it with love and, um, you know, chances are you might have to have two businesses, but (laughs) it'll it'll work out. I love both of those. And as you can see from this interview, everyone, success is driven by passion, hunger, and today not letting fear get in the way and doing it with love. Everyone has to overcome obstacles. Everyone has a story. Start building yours today. Today, we had the chance to speak with the amazing Jeremy Watt and Julie Brown. Uh, First of all, I want to thank you so much for jumping on the show here today. I really do appreciate it. We we really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. And secondly, for those listening, you enjoyed today's episode. Again, subscribe to the podcast. Do me a favor. Share this out with your friends. Drop us a comment. Let us know what you liked. Until next time, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding. Yeah.